The Catholics of Oz is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to episode 88 of The Catholics of Oz. The Catholics of Oz is a show where we discuss faith, culture, and what's been happening from an Aussie perspective. Whether it's synods or science, apostolates and apps, providence or productivity, you can hear it right now on The Catholics of Oz. Hello everyone and happy Advent. We are getting very close to Christmas, at least at the time of, uh, well, at the time that this comes out, Christmas will be just around the corner. So uh, we are very excited to be doing our very last episode for 2022 before we take a bit of a break. Um, but uh, I should really introduce myself again. I'm Lindsay Sant, host of the show, but I'm not the only host of the show because I'm joined by my lovely sister, Caroline Knight. Caroline, how are you today? Um, well, how are you? I'm going pretty good. And uh, <laughs> we are good. also joined by <laughs> Mr. Positive, Lido Sabol. I'm so sorry. That was pretty insensitive. Poor Lido. <laughs> Lido, how are you today? <laughs> Tell us how you are. I'm, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling okay. Um, for two and a half years, we tried to get away from COVID, but last week we got it. Yes. Uh, it's a different, yeah, different um what was it say, Caroline? Sickness? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quite different. Not Quite, fun. <laughs> yeah, Not definitely, great. definitely isn't. Um, we're still recovering. Um, the sense of smell and taste is still a bit dodgy. So it's between, um, yeah, taste and bland. It's not good. Not good. Not good. But um, we're getting there. We're getting there. So... Oh my goodness me. This is our last episode, guys. I can't... Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Where did the year go? Yeah. And, and and the start of Advent. Oh my goodness me. Wow. Yep. This year has just been a blur of um COVID, essay writing. Busyness. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, there's been some good things this year as well. I don't want to make it yeah, sound all bleak. Yeah, no, of course. It has of been. Of course a good there year. has. There's been has plenty. Been. We both look, got puppies. How bad could it yeah, be? Yeah, we got dogs. Yes. yes, that's right. We've got little dogs added to our families. Um and I'm looking outside the window and the Aussie summer has actually started out yes. pretty well compared to the summer compared started to spring. On December. Yep. Yeah. Spring didn't step to. up, but here we are in December and no. the summer's looking good. So uh we yeah. Got, yeah. Until and then tomorrow it's probably going to rain. Who knows? <laughs> no, I think yeah. it's hot no, no. tomorrow. Bit yeah. warm on Monday warm, and yeah. then Monday. rain. <laughs> but this rain. Is our, our then first, we're back to uh, winter. Yeah. Thirty. We're going to hit thirty degrees Celsius, which is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. And then, yeah. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Nice yes, warm yes. weekend. Fantastic. It is. It is. It is. All right. Well, we've got a few things to, to talk about in today's episode, so um, why don't we get started? And in fact, before we do get started, uh, just a reminder that if you are new to listening to the Catholics of Oz. You might have chosen a pretty bad time because our last one for the year. So just over <laughs> over the next couple of you know months, just go over our back catalogue until we're back again in the middle of January. But um, yeah, you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favourite podcast player. And please, while you're there, don't forget to give us a five star rating and some positive feedback uh, because it helps us to reach new people, and um, and that's what we are all about. Uh, we've seen some of the positive feedback on, um, especially on Apple Podcasts, and we want to thank you so much if you're responsible for any of that. So please keep it up um, because, like I said, we are a community podcast for the StarQuest Network, and we love to um, to share a little bit with you, but also to hear from you as well. SQPN itself hosts all of its uh, episodes of The Catholics of Oz and all of its shows on YouTube. You can subscribe there. Uh, so by just typing SQPN in YouTube, don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications when new episodes are released. 
So why don't we get our first topic on the on the road? Let's get this show on the road. I'm mixing things up because I'm in holiday mode already. But let's talk about Faith Beyond are. Borders. <laughs> I think we're all the Alright, so um, as we get closer to the end of the year, I guess the production values go down a little bit. Um, and the reason I'm saying that is because I accidentally closed the window that had my topic in it. But that's okay. Because... Um, here's a, here we go. Quick recovery. We got it back. So um, I'm already in holiday mode. Yay. Can you tell? Yay. Yeah. So uh, Lino and Caroline, as I mentioned, uh, as we were just talking about at the top of the show, it's Advent. Christmas is coming. Um, Advent is such a graced and beautiful time in the life of the church. For one thing, uh, we can say Happy New Year because it is the beginning of the church's uh, new liturgical year. We move from the Gospel of Luke as our, as our weekend or Sunday readings to the Gospel of Matthew. So we are, going, we are up for a year of Matthew for the next 12 months and, um, and, uh, and hearing about Christ from that perspective. Uh, so what I thought I'd do today is do a bit of a short Faith Beyond Borders just on Advent. And this time my source is, and the reason why I'm using this source is because it actually has a link to more resources. And I think the more resources we have access to during this time, the better because we don't want Advent to fly by uh, and suddenly it's Christmas and you know, we go, where's Advent? Well, you know, I didn't have a chance to, to participate. And by the way, at time of recording with Christmas around the corner, it is not too late. My friends, it is not too late. So if you, are, if you haven't really done anything to get yourself ready for Christmas, if you feel like Adv- Advent has flown by and life is, you know, is going too quickly, it's not too late. So just some reassurance for you there that, um, that you can make the most of Advent no matter what time you start. This is Advent, A Guide for the Perplexed, and it was published in Melbourne Catholic on the 22nd of November. So it's a short article, but just a, a really good one for anyone who needs to kickstart their Advent and, um, and realize what it is that we're being called to do in the church during this season. So I'll just share a couple of thoughts here, and then maybe we'll, we'll uh, go through our own reflections as well. It says here, Advent is not only one of the great seasons in the church's year, It's the beginning of the new liturgical year, though maybe it doesn't always feel that way. For some of us, perhaps, Advent is not a season we fully engage with. As the work year hurdles towards its conclusion and we get caught up in all the busyness, Advent tends to recede into the background. But Advent is supposed to be a time of spiritual renewal, a chance to start again, to come home if we've drifted away, to rediscover the joy of knowing Jesus Christ. Jesus comes to make his home among us and within us. Advent offers us a chance to rediscover this. So it's worth spending some time thinking about what Advent is, why it exists, and how we might enter into it more intentionally. So the article goes on to talk about the history of Advent. And um, the, the key thing is this, the, the origins of Advent, Advent, it says here, are a little bit fuzzy. So we can't put an exact 
this is where Advent started and how it came about within the church. There is some evidence of it starting from different traditions in different Christian communities, and then it became an official season for the church. But however it came about, I'll try again. However it came about, I'm really happy that it did. So uh, evidence suggests that it developed with a few local churches before spreading elsewhere. And some examples are, for instance, in Spain and in France, it was common by the 4th century to observe a period of fasting in the lead up to the fe- the feast of the epiphany which is the uh which is January the 6th which is also a great day for you know i'm just saying well, for oh, birthday boys like you. For, for birthday boys like me. And actually, <laughs> actually, I've kind of just realized that January 6th is notorious for something else in, some, in one part of the world. So oh, we, yes, do, we do true. need to clarify. I'm we talking about my birthday. Bit. Yeah. Let's talk about your birthday. Yeah, yeah I, I want to clarify. I'm talking about my birthday, not... um. You know, not the destruction of the a, unmentionable yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Let's about. let's get back to that. All right. So, whoops. <laughs> so anyway, um, so the feast of the Epiphany is what I'm getting at too. So more important than my birthday. So it was um so it was only in 581 in France that a longer season was established, and Christian Christians would pray from the 11th of November, which was which is the feast of Saint Martin of Tours. Hope I said that right. Until Christmas. In this way, Advent takes its inspiration from Lent. What does the word mean? It comes from the old Latin word advent. Well, adventus is what it says here. I'm sure in Latin it's probably pronounced adventus, maybe, who knows, uh, which refers to an arrival, an approach, or a coming. In the context of the lead up to Christmas, it refers to the coming of Christ. So, uh, which coming though? When? Traditionally, as St. Bernard, Bernard of Clairvaux pointed out, there are three comings of Christ uh, at the uh, at the heart of Advent spirituality, Saint Bernard said this: We know that the coming of the Lord is threefold. The first coming was in flesh and weakness. The middle coming is in spirit and in power, and the final coming will be in the glory of, uh, uh, glory and majesty. And there's more of a description of what all of this means. But basically, obviously, the first one is Jesus in, in his incarnation. That's what it's referring to. So there was this hope of the coming of the Messiah. And Christ is that person who came in the flesh, the the Messiah. The second one, the in spirit and in power, is a reference to the presence of Christ in the Eucharist. So Jesus is still with us. He comes to us in the Eucharist when we receive him, which is a very powerful moment for us in any liturgical celebration that we have. And then the, the, the third one that Bernard refers to is the last judgment, the joy of heaven. So the, the final coming of Christ. So lots of hopeful and beautiful things uh, written about that in the book of Revelation. Uh, by the way, now is a great time to read the book of Revelation during Advent because it is all about hope coming out of adversity and, and God restoring everything and making it all new again. So uh, there, there's a, if you want to go really deep, that's a, a great thing to do. So it's a season of anticipation for us. And its spirituality, it says here, is quite different. It says there is a sense of both waiting and preparation, ideas that are both captured in the concept of anticipation. So anticipation is not simply waiting or expectation. It says here it is doing, even if it's a slow doing. It comes from the Latin word, and here we go, I'll try my best, all right? Um, anticipation comes from the Latin word anticipare or anticipare, I don't know, which means to take possession of beforehand or take care of to take care of ahead of time. So notice that we talk about Advent being a time of anticipation. It's not a static waiting. It's a doing while waiting, if that makes sense. So in the context of Advent, we might imagine ourselves, the, the analogy here, 
is like being in the shoes of someone like Martha or, or Mary in the Gospel of Luke. So you might know the story of Jesus uh, coming to, um, you know, to their house, to the um, to to Martha's house. And so while Martha is busily doing things, Mary is there at Jesus's feet, and Martha says, "You know, what what are you doing? You know, like all this stuff that needs to be done. Tell Mary to get up and help you." And Jesus says, "No, no, no. Look at Mary. She's chosen the better part." All right, so this being with Christ. So uh, how did Martha prepare for her home? And this is the key thing, though. She prepared ahead of his arrival. How did Zacchaeus prepare for Jesus? Ahead of time as well. Or any number of people who found Jesus in their in their house or under their roof in Scripture, they prepared for his coming ahead of time. And this is a key thing for us to remember. So those people who welcomed Jesus might not have seen the full significance of his divinity at the time, but they sensed there was something hugely significant about him. With the advantage of hindsight, we know that the person entering under Martha's roof was the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity made in, uh, made flesh. So this anticipation means in Advent to actively prepare our home in the knowledge that Jesus uh, that Jesus Christ approaches. As Jesus told Martha, he doesn't want us to be distracted or to worry over many things. You can find that in Luke 10, 40-41. He wants us to discover the better part of spending time with him listening deeply to what he has to say. And just as a side note, which is not in this article, uh, Luke says that Mary was at the feet of Jesus listening to him. Now, in ancient times, what a student would do is sit at the feet of their teacher. If you had a great teacher, you would sit at their feet and you would listen to their teachings and their wisdom. So this is why Mary chose the better part. So we are preparing ourselves uh, you know, actively rather than just sitting around and waiting. So we might think about, well, what are the small traditions we do in our homes before Christmas during Advent? If you think about it, can anyone think of some traditions we have? You know, what are some common traditions that people do in their homes in the lead up to Christmas? Mm, put up the crib. Absolutely. The nativity, yeah. Yep. The nativity mm-hmm, set, mm-hmm. Um, it, it yeah. recalls the ancient waiting, the original waiting, doesn't it? Um, but notice it's doing something. We're putting up the crib. That's a spiritual exercise, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. even our Christmas tree, even our Christmas lights. Christmas tree, yeah, Christmas lights and Christmas All of it. tree. Yeah. You know, um, you know, now over here we have this sort of a competition on how, how many um, Christmas lights you put on your house. And, yeah. And all the but some of them are very nice, actually. And yeah, brings, yeah. Brings, they um, do look great. It brings, yeah. Um, yeah, it looks, brings, it brings um, sort of positivity and brings mm-hmm. up some joy and, and this, the light. Yes. You know, God is light. And, 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 and he's coming to, um, and this is, the beginning of him. So, yep. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. That. And you made the point that I was going to make. Thanks, Lino. No, no, you oh, made sorry. The, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You know, no. over. But, but, but that's <laughs> yeah. But that's precisely the point. Is even Christmas lights. All right. So sometimes it gets a bit out of hand, but with the right intention, it's signifying to everyone else Jesus is coming. All right. This is you know. So as we set our houses up, however we might do it, we are signifying inside our home but outside to the world, that this is a time for preparation for Jesus coming, you know, Jesus is coming again. So all of these traditions that we have, they're not just, you know, not just for fun, but there's a lot of, a lot of things. Well, good old advent calendar, whether you've got, you know, mm. chocolate, alcohol, Lego, <laughs> whatever it might be, right. Uh, yes. <laughs> but even that can, can have a spiritual, um, you know, a spiritual connection, a preparation. Uh, I joke about the alcohol one, but you know, but you know what I mean, right? Um, but you know, it's it's part of that anticipation and that waiting, and it does generate some excitement for Christmas for the coming of Christ as well. 
So uh, lastly, we know about the four themes of Advent and we see those in the candle, in the, in those, in the Advent candles. But very, very briefly, the first one, uh, the first Sunday of Advent is a Sunday of hope. It says here, hope uh, doesn't come from nowhere. The hope of God's people in the Bible comes from the fact that God made, a sp- made them specific promises of peace, of an eternal kingdom to be established by the Messiah, of a creation finally healed and at rest. So that is something for us to hope in. The second Sunday of Advent is, um, is about preparation. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. This becomes a theme. So as we dwell on the words of St. John the Baptist, our sense of anticipation begins to ramp up in the second week of Advent. The third Sunday of Advent is joy. And um, if you haven't been to church in a while and the third Sunday is the first one that you go to, um, you might think your priest is a bit loopy because suddenly you see this guy walking out wearing pink, but no, it's significant. It's the one time of the year, as far as I know, that the priest wears pink vestments because it signifies the color of joy. Uh, so, And this is why Advent is a little bit different from Lent um, because it's not necessarily a penitential season. So, far, um, so with, uh, with this week... Uh, when promises are fulfilled, when a long-awaited hope has been met, there is only one reasonable response, and that's joy. So when the Magi from the east saw the star above the place where Jesus um, was in Matthew, it says they rejoiced with very great joy before prostrating themselves in worship. The shepherds themselves went back glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as they had been told. So the third week of Advent is an opportunity to experience, uh, experience the very great joy of knowing Jesus. So we're not waiting for joy just, you know, like down the track when God restores everything. We know Jesus. That is joyful. So experience the joy of knowing Jesus in that time. The fourth Sunday you know, um, of Advent is the theme of love. Finally, we come to the ultimate theme of Advent, the one that makes, uh, makes sense of everything else, love. The readings for this week focus on the birth of Jesus through Mary. It's one of the deepest revelations of God's love for all of us. One of the antiphons in the lead up to Christmas is, O root of Jesse's stem, sign of God's love for all his people, come to save us without delay. The coming of Jesus to live among us and to share our humanity confirms this truth. God really does love us. So at the end of the day, Advent leads us to Christmas and Christmas says, God really does love us. Why does God love us? Because he came in the flesh and he spent time with us and he taught us. He died for us. He rose from the dead for us. And he's with us right now, urging us to to not give up and to have hope and to share that with everyone else. There we go. That's Advent. That's what it means. That's why the traditions that we have in our homes in Advent before Christmas, Christmas movies, whatever it might be, all right, whatever you do, do it, do more, all right, more prayer, more whatever it is. Um, maybe some of you have those lovely, um, I've got one right here, not that people can see it, but an Advent reflection book, you know, that, that has, you know, reflections each day, whatever it is, do it, share it with others in your household if, you, if they're there, because it's a, it's a joyful season to realize that Christ is with us. Um, Caroline, any thoughts on Advent, how Advent's going this year um, as we get closer to Christmas? Yeah, like it's an exciting time. I mean, I love to do a spend time with my kids talking about Christmas at Advent because they get really excited you know it's a part of the joy for me is seeing how excited they're getting that it's the Christmas season Mm. and we talk about you know different aspects of it and what they're doing at school the activities they do at school for Advent and um, 
you know, you said do more. Well, I've got more lights. Hey. <laughs> the kids love lights. Okay. So yes, yeah. I have lights inside. I've bought some more lights for the outside. Nice. I'm starting, trying to start something in our street because not many, no one has lights oh, in our okay, street. Oh, yeah, yeah. wow, yeah. really? Adopted? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So oh, I just bought oh, a few solar oh, lights for the yeah. front, you know, shape of Christmas trees and, and candy canes and they're and out already. Yeah. You've so, got mum next door so you can put lights on her yeah. house as well. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. think of doing That's that. Thank you. Mum's on the corner and I'm next door, so yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's a joyful time, and light is a joyful thing, isn't it? Everyone's happy when there's light. Mm. So, and especially if they're different colours and sparkling and shine and um, going on and off and flashing. So you know, it's it's a time for celebration. And then I guess I start thinking of the the things we're going to cook for Christmas and all of that. You know, the the family traditions. You know, so. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. I've got to get the, the pudding ingredients. You reminded me. Yep. Oh, Lindsay, yes. that pudding. Let's Lindsay do the, does the best. I love doing um, yeah, gluten free pudding. Gluten free pudding really so delicious. Yep. Yeah. Yes. That's so we can cater for all family members mm. and it's absolutely delicious. And, and you know what? There it is again. Mm. You know, even it sounds silly, right? But a gluten free pudding means that everyone can enjoy together. Like no exactly. one is exactly. out. There's all this yep. symbolism in Christmas that we can, you know, that, um, yeah, even with Christ, no one is left out. You know, the go to the proof reason, etc. That's right. And I remember yeah. when I was pregnant with Frankie all those years ago, you made me a, a low sugar pudding right. as well, which was yes. really nice because I couldn't have, I was on insulin at the time yes. because of gestational wow. diabetes. And that was, yep. so. that's where it started, I think. Yeah, that and started you've been the tradition. Like 10 there, years yeah. now, yeah. this will be the 11th year. So Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Eleven wow. pudding strong people. Yeah. <laughs> and it just gets better every year, I tell you. No, no, it's twenty two pudding strong because I would be making it for Isabel's family because we have the you know, because we got our Ah, there you go. Oh my yeah. goodness me. So, wow. Yeah, because it's lunch at a lunch at, you know, mum's and then uh, dinner at, yeah, at so Isabel's you've done yeah, times family. two. Yeah, so I get to enjoy two puddings and yep, two brandy custards. Oh, wow. So. Now I know wow. that you might have to make an extra one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> we should do Christmas in July, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's yeah. do that. Well, anyway, off the topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, me, let me get back to one thing you said, Caroline. I've put a link in the yeah. show notes um, to mm-hmm. – because I, I, I actually went through this in last – so if you, everyone wants to go to 12 months ago when we talk about Advent, um, there's, a, there's a beautiful art piece that I love called The Lord is My Light by Mike Moyers. It's extremely abstract, but uh, if anyone wants to use it as a meditation, you can just look at the link. But it is – darkness everywhere and a light that's emerging and it's very very advent you know the light is emerging as well and you know in our christmas liturgies we'll hear lots of prayers about you know christ the light has entered the world to erase human darkness and all that and it's the the darkness now you might think of the darkness as evil and that's fine like you know lights you know christ's conquering evil and that's that's completely fine and but another thing to think about on a deeper level is our human darkness being removed by christ Christ enlightens us, you know, it fills us with his lights, with his wisdom, so that we can sit at his feet like Mary and hear the wisdom of the teacher as well. So it's his light coming into the world. And that's such a beautiful thing for us. Lino, any thoughts on Advent? Anything I said? Go for it. Oh, oh well, they tried this pudding you people have been talking about, guys. <laughs> this sounds so, all about the pudding. so delicious, delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah, Advent for us is, yeah, it's family, um, mm. you know. Uh, when the dinner time comes, um, you know, I think it swaps over. Yeah, for for it depends on where we are. Because you, mm-hmm. you guys know that Ben is his parents, and they're on the north side or west side, so they're up there on the other side. Yeah. So sometimes it's, we start with them and come down back and um, have um, Christmas 
lunch and dinner with um not sorry dinner with um my brother and my sister-in-law and my mm. nieces and nephew and sometimes it swaps over but it's more for family and then yeah. and caroline is talking about our christmas lights so like they are beautiful you know they, they sometimes have themes i don't know if you guys know but i know we have mr las vegas down our, down our street <laughs> over here. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, his house is just chockers. Like well, we're going to have to make I'm, a drive down yeah, to your street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't, if, if we were flying on, the, on, on an airplane, his thing would be like blinking. <laughs> <laughs> just let you know. Land here, please. Oh, of, course, of course, you know that. Absolutely. You're landing. Please, Santa, please land over here. Whichever. It's all good. Yep. It's all good. However, um, but um, yeah, it's, it's that time period where it's just like the candle said there's you know joy preparation mm. love and it's you know for us I, I think it's time for us to um just reflect on the year and um just to, just to pray together and um, yeah. mm. uh, it's like that and it, look I'm not going to make a big, big downer in it but it just seems like there's a lot of advent themes in the commercial uh, world here of course mm. you know it's advent lego Advent Disney. Wait it's, a minute. I like everywhere. Advent Lego. <laughs> no, you're right. Yes, yeah, yeah, I like that. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean. No, yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's all of them, but yeah, yeah. we all know how we're traditional yeah. ones and everything, but um, yeah. it's just a message that, that, you know, the Lord is is coming and yeah. we are, you know, preparing as a joyful and a mm. love of God's love within with all of us and with the family. And we need that. We need that now. Oh, well, we need it all the time. Mm. Well, what am I saying? All the time, and um, look, it's a great time. It's a, it's a busy time. It must be the most busiest time of the year. Mm. Oh my gosh, is that a song? Anyway, um, <laughs> yes. the, yeah, it's the busiest time of the year. But it's time, maybe time, just to stop, reflect, and just just be with friends and family. Yeah, you know, and just just be yeah. joyful. Yeah, yeah, and, and to and to reach out to as well. Mm. Yes, you know, who, definitely. Who do you? Yeah, who are the people you definitely. know that um that need us? You know. Not as a not to treat people like they're charity cases or less than us. We'd never be that condescending. But what I mean is, you know, who who needs um who needs us this year to reach out and just remind them that they're loved. And it might be within our families. It might be outside of our families too. You know, Christmas Christmas is a a really important time for us to to step out and and do what Christ asked us to do as well. Remind us of our evan- evangelical mission. So if you yeah, know someone definitely. who needs to hear from you. Make it so sorry. That's the thing that comes to yeah, but yeah, make it make it. Sorry, Star Trek reference. Yeah, but make it make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Send them a text. Just say, hey, thinking of you this Christmas. Hope you're okay. Let's get a coffee yeah, sometime. Definitely. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's definitely yeah. with those people who are in um oh um, you know um, nursing homes where of course they don't have a lot of people and in yeah. a uh, I love seeing that in news and broadcasting where. People mm. have come out and reached out to people like that. Yeah, Caroline, and also, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and also, I'm um, in hospitals, you yeah. know, especially in hospitals where, um, the of course the kids, um, or what are they, Caroline, in or Lindsay, the ones in the cancer, um, yeah, um, mm. hospitals that can't come out. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I just, I almost, I, I nearly tear up when I see people come out and um, visit yeah. them. Of course, mm-hmm. some joy into them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And this is and this yeah. is what um, our Christianity of Advent is really meaning. Yeah. And um, we have to find a way to strengthen this more and more, and mm. get the get the commercial and mm, other side of the side of Christmas a bit a bit of the side. You know what I mean? But yeah. but mm. bring joy and, and hope and love 
within yeah, 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 definitely. And I think of things like, say, you know, the just on a slight tangent, like you know, the um, what is it, the Christmas truce in in the First World War, you know, where the soldiers on Christmas Day, you know, stopped yeah. you know, on both sides, and yeah. yeah, you know, and you know, there's some historical evidence of different things that happened. You know, the the big story is the is the legend of the soccer game. It's probably not as big as what people made it out to be, but you know, but there mm. were things that did happen mm. where you know, look, these are you know, Christians fighting Christians. <laughs> is that necessary? You know, they, they mm. all believe in Christmas, so. Let's um and when there's conflict in the world right now, you know, like Ukraine yes. and Russia, all the and and everywhere else, yeah. all these things. There going are a lot of countries yeah. in turmoil at the moment. Yeah, uh, in the exactly. World, in war. Yeah, yeah. Let's pray that Christmas will we urge us to do better them. next year. That yeah. 2023 will, you know, that um people will get sick of war and you know and um as uh, as Isaiah says, um, beat their swords into plowshares. You know, bring peace into the into the world. That's um. Exactly. The peace, of, the peace mm. of God is a lot more definitely. than just getting along. You know, there's a, a lot more that's involved in it too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, look at us different. getting all reflective now. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 It's the time of year to do it. Yeah. It well, it if, uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to the show and, um, you know, first of all, the peace of Christ during Advent be with you. But if you have any Advent mm-hmm. reflections to share with us, we would love to hear them. And share them next year in January, but we'd love to hear them. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably a time, to be honest, I, I do joke, but it was probably a time for us to, to be reminded of what we were doing during Advent as well, after the, yeah. the holidays and everything have passed too. We're a big holiday time for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. let's, um, let's uh, stop with um, this topic here and let's move on now. And Caroline, we're going to throw it over to you because we're going to talk about science. Ah, what a fine day for science. You have any hobbies? I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Can you reverse the polarity? I'll do my best. So, Caroline, I think you were talking about having a Christmas-themed science topic uh, for us this year. Yes. All right. So this is just a really fun one, okay? Let's Um, do it. You know... I just thought I would put together some Christmas science facts and I put them together about the old man himself, Santa, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) his reindeer, okay, and just a couple of other things at the end. So let's get into it. So have you ever thought how does Santa actually deliver the gifts to so many homes in one night? He has a like, hyperdrive. Let's have a look at the science of this. Yeah, he's got got a hyperdrive. That's surely, right? Well. Just that, zoom, that's zoom, zoom, that's zoom. one yeah. one theory. Okay, so but how do how does he actually do it? So he outsources to Amazon. <laughs> yes, I like yeah. that one. Forget the science. Well, of next it. day We're delivery. Okay, I mean, thank come you. On, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Don't be so serious. Yeah. No, you're right. We're done. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, done. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Enjoy Catholics about that next year. Day. We'll be back. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, so Carla, let's talk about Santa's yeah. sleigh and yeah. how he delivers things, okay, <laughs> in a scientific way. So scientists who have researched this um, say that Santa actually has about 32 hours on Christmas Eve to deliver the presents ah, to kids all over the earth. So not 24. So he's got a bit 32. more. Good point. So, so what he does, he starts from the side of New Zealand, Australia. So um, he could start um, at 10 p.m. on December 24th at the International Dateline and travel west. That's 24 hours if you go around one way. And then, and that's with the rotating earth. And then he could reverse course until 6 a.m. on the 25th 
which gives him an extra eight hours. Ah, okay. perfect. Oh, wow. That's so mind-blowing. So he's got blowing. a, bit, a wow. bit more time than we thought, okay? Oh, yeah. Wow. There you go. No, no then, wonder we don't see him for the next 12 months because that jet lag must be epic. You know, he must be so tired. Major. Just rest major. for a whole year before oh, doing it again. Exactly. Yes, definitely, definitely. Oh. And now let's say he only gives gifts to kids aged 0 to 14. So okay. we're cutting down on the population of people a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd still have about 1.93 billion children to visit. So it's a busy in 32 night. hours. Busy night, yep. Okay. Now let's say he only delivered to kids who celebrated Christmas. Okay. okay. So, you know, some kids don't necessarily celebrate Christmas and don't expect a gift from Santa. So he's Fair cutting enough. down on number of children there. Efficient, um, yep. And their number is reduced down to about 603 million children. So we've that's, cut that's right down That's a huge saving of kids. Yeah, that's, yes. uh, that cuts yes. the workload right down, doesn't it? That is. But yeah. still, it's millions. So it's still mm. quite a lot. All right? Still a lot. It's still a lot. So now, to be able to deliver the gifts to 603 million children in only 32 hours, he'd actually have to travel about 3,000 times the speed of light mm-hmm. or 650 miles per second. Hyperdrive. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Whoa, hyperdrive. So I think yep. he does yep. have one of those drives, actually, sure. Lindsay, because um, otherwise he couldn't do it. Now, I just like, want to okay, hope Rudolph, that the it. sleigh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, just want to hope that he's upgraded the sleigh a bit because mm. if he's traveling at that speed, yep. it'd want to burn up a bit. I don't know. So, don't worry. Yeah. We solved it. He, yep. He yeah. actually has inertial dampeners on the on the sleigh, uh, okay. so he's yeah, okay. looks okay. good. Okay, okay, okay. So that's wow. Thank wow. you. That's yeah. a big help. Rudolph's nose that. actually acts as a deflector dish as well, but just uh, in case any particles in the okay. air just want to you know yeah. run into them at that speed, okay. it could be a disaster. So all right, so we've solved got it that covered. one. Got it covered. Yep. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> so I like a contribution. That's great. Yep. So now. <laughs> All this actually means that Santa would travel fast enough to experience time dilation. Ooh, where whoa. according to yes. Einstein's theory of relativity, time mm-hmm. actually slows down yes. for an object the faster it moves. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. here's another advantage. This means that Santa actually have even more time to yeah. deliver presents, right? So 32 hours plus the extra time he's gained time by travelling faster yeah, than exactly, the speed yeah. of light. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow. And as a bonus for Santa, it means he also ages more slowly so, than the average oh, person as well. Okay. No wonder he's been faster. doing this for I so long. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And oh, wow. yeah, no wonder he looks the same. Like he hasn't aged. Every year he hasn't aged a day. Yep. Every time we see Santa... Yep. Looks the same. Yep. Looks because exactly of this time the same. Dilation. Yep. So this Whoa. guy so that's how he does it basically. Mm. Um he's travelling faster than the speed of light. He's got one of those drives, heat deflection, all of that. All of it. So there you go. We've just let you know how he delivers all the presents yeah. in all of that wow. in, in, in thirty two plus hours. And you're right about the jet lag. I mean imagine that It'd be terrible, yeah. Like yeah. t- that, you know, thirty-two hours plus time dilation. I'm telling you, the guy needs twelve months to rest before doing it all over yeah, again. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but anti-aging yeah. is yeah. a real bonus. I can I like imagine it. he gets home to Mrs. Claus. You know, she makes him a nice yeah. cold lemonade. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, "Boy, have I had a day, Mrs. Claus?" You know, he yeah. sits down, she's takes older, off the boots. He's still younger because yeah. he's travelled. She hasn't. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. poor thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe okay. she goes on the sleigh with him. Yeah. Uh, well, we she has to, wouldn't he? Yeah. Or we there's a time really dilation field around the, the you know, around the North Pole, uh, to, yeah. you know, so that 
so that Agree. they get to enjoy, you know, being the same age together. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. So that's the physics of how Santa does it. You're mm. welcome. That's nice. a really good. Can you nice. imagine? Can you imagine when they met? They were courting, you know, going to a nice restaurant somewhere, and then you know she says, you know, so what do you do for a living? And he's like, well. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> and um, I don't mean to sound presumptuous, but should we get married? I really want you to know what you're getting into. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> I actually spend 32 hours a year plus time, time dilation yeah. delivering gifts to 620 million kids. Who wouldn't want to marry a time traveler? Like, you I know. mean, it's, oh. pretty, it's a pretty unique, you know, he's a pretty unique catch is all I'm saying, right? That's exactly. true. Yeah, the that's only true. one in the world who does mm. it, maybe apart from Doctor Who. But yeah, and, well, um, yes. And if yes. you do marry me, I hope you've got a good jacket because I actually live in the North Pole. Yeah, yeah. the and reception's really good cook. there. Yeah, I've got Starlink yeah, internet, and so don't worry, you get it. Yep, so you get all <laughs> yeah. the Netflix you want. You know, it's okay. And lots of reindeer, which comes yeah. up. You know, everyone loves a reindeer. Talking which penguins. Which brings me to the next. Yeah. Yeah, and um, uh, and look, but, we may not have children, but I do uh, have a lot of elves. So yes. you will have, yeah, yeah little. It, even when I'm gone, you will not be wanting for company, I promise you. That's right. You might get slightly annoyed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so why don't we talk about the pet reindeer? Let's okay. do that. Wow. Let's do that. All these pet reindeer. So can I just let you know that, you know, we know about Rudolph, okay? We all just assume that Rudolph's a boy, right? Oh, I had Can I tell you something? Yeah. Go on. Santa's reindeer would actually have to be renamed as females. Okay. So Rudolfina, maybe. Rudolfa, um, yeah. Because Rudolfa. Yeah. Um, maybe because all male reindeer actually shed their antlers in winter. Oh. So oh. if all the reindeer, in fact, have antlers as <gasps> depicted in pictures and movies, etc. Yeah. Then it's actually all the, it's actually ladies doing the all the work. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's lady reindeers. Reindeer, right. sorry. Yeah. That's so wow. mind-blowing. Yeah, there you go. New yeah. fact. We've got to do the fact check here. We've got to get these things right. Yeah, so, dasherettes. But why is Rudolph's or Donna Rudolph's Donna. nose red? Huh? No, Donna and Blitzen. D-O-N-N-A yeah. now. It's actually Donna. Donna. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway, so why would why is Rudolph's nose Red. Did you know that reindeer actually have twenty five percent more blood vessels in their noses, oh. and this actually helps them to regulate their body temperature. So in the freezing cold, oh, right. and mm. even if they overheat, right. So in the winter, their noses are actually red. As the they are actually red. Mm. Okay, oh. as the blood vessels help them to warm up the cold air to prevent their cute little noses from freezing in the biting temperatures. So, so, so Ru- oh. Rudolpha must be like a hundred percent then to be that bright. Is that yes? It must be. He's oh, a really oh, cold wow. girl, and yeah. so blood vessels, super you know, hot nose, going, nice and bright. Oh, I, yeah, I blood wish, pumping through the body. Yeah, I wish my little dog Luna had that instead of the cold nose that I get on my feet in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? just, just saying, yeah. At least oh. you don't have a piggy snort of my little pug. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he just snorts at me. You, I got snorts the nose, you got the snoring, yeah, with your yeah, dog. I yeah. got the little piggy, yeah. The little piggy anyway. snore, yeah. <laughs> oh. So I just, another thing about reindeer, Rodolfo and her friends, I just want to let you know, actually, they can't fly. Okay, so not sure how we're going to fix that one. I'm sure Unless- Santa has the technology. 
I have seen movies where they um, use flying dust, like they sprinkle yeah. dust on them. So that's obviously how they no, do no. it. But because, because but this other is a reindeer. Hang on, because yeah. this is a science podcast, it's more scientific than that. All right, it's actually because Santa has little anti gravity boots for them. Uh, that's yeah. that's how it works. I yeah, like makes that. sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of them they could have rocket jetpacks too. I think that would be cool. Totally possible that they have rocket jetpacks. Yeah. yeah, the whole lot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. With all the warp speed and everything. The old guys anyway. figured it out. Don't worry. What a fun ride that is. Mm. All right. Well. So, reindeer, like without all the gizmos, they can't actually fly, but they can float. Did you know that? Oh, no. Reindeer okay. have two coat layers, and one of them is made up of hollow hairs that trap in the air. Oh. And this allows them to keep nice and warm, and also, as a bonus, provides buoyancy so they can go have a float. You know, after their reindeer running around the the globe, yep. they can go for a nice swim and just float and relax for the rest oh, of the year. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I could only do that How in the cool. Dead Sea. Not to boast, but I have floated in the Dead Sea. <laughs> <laughs> now, we were talking about lights earlier. Let's have a few facts about lights, Let's okay? Go. So Thomas Edison invented the Christmas lights in 1880. Before mm-hmm. this, people would actually use candles on their dried out trees be dangerous okay to light up their trees mm-hmm. and Ooh, sometimes geez. the trees oh, would yes, actually yes. light up yeah. okay yes. and, and turn into a massive candle yeah. yeah all right then the house would so light thomas up. edison's yeah. like uh i'm mm. gonna solve this here's some little electric lights that you yes. can put on your tree yep that will not burn your tree mm. all right yep. so because then now, the house would light up, and then the street those, would light up. You know, then the whole suburb, yeah. and then we've—it's a bit out of control. Festive, yeah, yeah in too the wrong festive. Way. Not the festive yeah. we we asked for. Yeah, no, not the way we like. <laughs> no, um, no, these are not the festivities we're looking for. No, exactly. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> exactly. So Thomas Edison, we know, is a smart yeah. little boy. He was smart, my He's man. Pants, sorry, yeah. smart yep. cookie, and he came up with the string of lights go around your tree. Did you know that? In 2007, physicists showed that for any cord longer than two meters, so you know how you get tangled lights, like every year without fail, okay? Even if you wrap it one way, you're like, how does this get like, And then 12 months later, what, did you decide to just have a bit of a shuffle in there? What happened? had a party while I was- Had a party, yeah. 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 So in 2007, (laughs) physicists showed that for any cord longer than two meters, knots are almost always likely to happen, Okay. Oh, okay. Now think about this. There's only one way for a string of lights to be untangled. So once it's tangled, there's only way to get one way to get it undone. But there's about billions of ways to actually get tangled. So the mm-hmm. permutation of, you know, ways it can get, it's just really lots oh. of. Um, just quickly, so, the only way to untangle them is to buy new lights. Okay, that's the only <laughs> way. Yeah. Do you know how I solved the problem this year? With, it didn't fail. Don't, like, don't put them away, leave them up for 12 months. Fail safe. Exactly. I left them up all year in my yes. lounge room. Yes. Okay. Because the kids liked them so much. So we left them up, all three sets. Yep. And every birthday or whatever excuse we had, we put go. the lights on. And, and how lights, much less stress is there in your life not, now because of that? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. My lights did not get tangled this year. So there you I go. have yep. solved that one for you. There is one human being on this planet who is much happier than everyone else, and that's Caroline Knight, who did not put her Christmas lights away, and she is sitting there now relishing in the in that 
realization that she will not have to untangle her lights this year. Exactly. I also don't have to put them up. One job done. One that's job it. done. That's, that's it. it. Well, well, just, well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's a great idea, Caroline. That's a great Thank idea. That's Caroline, no, idea. you are you are the earliest person to prepare for Christmas this year in the whole world. <laughs> I am. In the whole world. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm very proud of you. That, heard it that. first Thank on you. the Catholics of Oz, everyone. We've got yeah. the world yeah. record-breaking person right here. Yes, exactly. That's right. And that's right. that's I'm right. very pleased to be able to help other people with that suggestion. That's right. Oh, you just, just have your Christmas lights, make them multi-purpose so that you can use them through the year. You can use them for birthdays, Easter's, anniversaries, mm-hmm. well done, whatever yeah. you want. Keep them exactly. up there. You've just improved Disco mental parties. health around the world yeah, by 10%. Yeah, yeah. Well parties, done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. 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 yeah, and if the Socceroos get through the knockout stage, you can oh, yeah. I'm going to flick them on tomorrow because surely they're going to win. So. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. I hope that was fun. That was awesome. I love very, that. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. I'm very just good. mind blown about Santa going like 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 the flash. As yeah. like he's a time traveler. Like wow. the flash. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he's like that, like Interstellar, the film, you know, just yeah, that that time <laughs> wow. time dilation that's problem, it, yeah. That's it. Very good. Ooh, I, ooh. I I really like that. Yep. Oh, sorry, I'm just still trying to work that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the question is now this that uh, when once we um uh you know colonize to other planets. Mm. Now Santa will have Whoa. to go like. Mm. Nah. It, Whoa. Nah. He's oh, going okay. to have to outsource. Oh, this is how it's going to happen. Yeah. This yeah. is yeah. how it's yeah. going to happen. Okay. Multiverse. Yeah. Okay. Right. okay. He can okay. do that makes sense. the yeah. same thing at the same time in different universe, but <laughs> he does it all at the same time and it's all happening at the same time in different, okay. you know, dimension type things. And yep. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Making it be more that? than Try one that. of him. So okay. There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. yep. Figure that one out. Yeah. There you go. Oof. Well, wow. thank you, Caroline, for sharing. I mean, that's some awesome Christmas <laughs> science right there. And uh, I reckon you've got to share this one with your kids, everyone. Let, let them know how much work Santa actually does to bring them their presents every year. They they need to know. And actually, one of the links I'm going to send has a nice video that explains a lot of Excellent. this stuff in there, and it's that's really great. fun. So uh, um, it's it's good for the kiddies to watch. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for that, Caroline, and everyone else. We hope you enjoy. Well, uh, let's move on. And uh, you know what? We might actually finish before an hour this time round. So <laughs> wow. It's taken us 12 oh, wow. months, but we, you know, it's been a goal of ours yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we just get a bit excited. Um, plenary we do, council. We do, we but, do. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about entertainment. Not what we came here to do. No. It's what I'm going to do. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have part of a plan. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? So, of course, Christmas entertainment and some things that, you know, things that we like. It doesn't have to be just movies. Anything, anything that this time of the year um, makes fun. I've got two, if you don't mind me, just starting off very quickly. Uh, so I won't spoil it because there are some pretty big spoilers in it. You have to watch it. You have to watch the end credits and everything. I uh, last weekend I watched and loved 
the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney+. Plus. Oh, my goodness. So, now, I've got to say, first of all, I believe truly, and I want to know that Don Bettinelli, the CEO of, of StarQuest, confirmed this as well when he was a guest a, a few episodes ago, <laughs> that Guardians of the Galaxy is the best Marvel movie that has ever been made ever. The first one, right? Whoa. The second one's really good too, but the first one will go down as the best Marvel movie that ever exists. And if anyone doesn't agree with me, fight me. No, I'm kidding. It's, it's Advent. I take Whoa. that back. Okay, I take that okay. Back, no right? fighting on this station. Yeah, no fighting. Podcast, no. Please. All right. <laughs> anyway, no, you're allowed to think which one is the best. That's fine. But if you think Thor 2 is the best, you need to reflect a little bit. But anyway, um, but yeah, I, I think it's the best one ever. And so I was really happy to hear that um, that uh, they had decided to do a holiday special because, you know, that's that's everything that, that we need is a bit of fun. So it's about 45 minutes long. It's not a full movie. And, um, you know, it's, you know, the premise is that, um, that uh, uh, again, I have to be careful about the spoiler territory because there's a big spoiler almost right at the start, right? But, uh, you know, Peter Quill has been away from Earth since he was a child and, um, and he hasn't been able to enjoy Christmas. And um, they're at, you know, nowhere, that big skull thing in the, you know, in, in space where they go, where the collector, where the collector um, lives. Anyway, people will know oh, what I might be me. talking about. Anyway, wow. no, so they're, they're at nowhere. And, um, and uh, an alien, an alien kind of like rock band um, makes up a Christmas song based on what they've heard about Christmas and they get it spectacularly wrong. All right. It's spectacularly wrong. Like it's so bad anyway. So, um, so the, some of the, some of the members of the guardians, including Drax, which, which makes it really funny as well. Um, they decide that they want to make um, Christmas, you know, they want to make Peter Quill happy and, and revive Christmas for him. So, what they decide to do, and this is in the trailer, is they decide to bring back the most legendary entertainer, human savior that they can find in the person of Kevin Bacon, because <laughs> he's, he's given them the impression okay. that, you know, through, especially in the first film, he's given them the impression that Kevin Bacon's a really like, you know, like really impressive guy. So, so that's basically, loose. yeah. That's the premise yeah, of it. Yeah, Footloose. And in fact, Footloose is referenced a few times because <laughs> he, saves, he saves a town in Footloose. That's what they believe, right? Yeah. So anyway, I won't spoil anything else, but it's, it is so much fun. And so um, I've got to say props to Kevin Bacon for being such a sport, you know, making fun of himself basically in this, in this film, right? You know, it's, it's, um, it's so good. And, uh, and look, I was... I was giggling and laughing all the way through. I found it so funny, right? And and I think it's I, I think this one's a bit of a crowd pleaser. It's entertaining. Now, you know, it's a it's kind of a Christmas special. Would you expect from a holiday film much in terms of, you know, references to Christ and whatever else? Probably not. All right. And that's one of the unfortunate things about it. However, however, there's like a subtle nod, as they do in films now. They give us, you know, they give you the little token nod. There is a moment where some of the guardians um, stand in front of and observe a nativity scene. So at least there's that. Uh, at least That's you, know, right. yeah. you know, I probably would have liked a little bit more. You know, a reference mm. to Christ. You know, I'm not expecting Quill to do the sign of the cross or anything like that. But mm. you know, maybe, maybe you know, like you know, some kind of funny misconception about who Jesus mm. is. You know, something you know that would have that would have mm. been okay. However, having said that, I thought it was. You know, it was brilliant. It's a one-off. You're not going to watch it over and over again. Although you might watch it every Christmas. Actually, I might do that. Yeah. Um, but okay, it, it's yeah. a new one. But Put it on the yeah, list. Yeah, as a bit of as a bit of campy Christmas, you know how the story is going to start and ends. You know, typical Christmas film 
um, holiday special kind of fair. It, it was fun uh, and um, definitely, definitely worth watching, especially if you're a Guardians of the Galaxy fan. Yeah, definitely worth watching. So that's on Disney Plus right now. We don't advertise with Disney Plus. We don't make any money from Disney Plus. However, if Disney Plus would like to give us money for that little plug, we are right here <laughs> in Australia waiting. SQPN.com slash Oz. Thank you. Yep. Doesn't just matter. Uh, and the second one very quickly is one that I'm looking forward to. I haven't actually started yet. But um, uh, so I said to Isabel, I need some hope. This is when I was writing my master's essay, which I thankfully just finished, submitted, master's completed. Woohoo, all done. Um, But I needed needed some hope. And so um, I was online and I saw Star Wars Imperial Assault. It's a board game, like an adventure board game. um, uh, And they had a massive discount on it. I said to Isabel, I said, can I get this as a, when I finish my master's, I can do something completely that's not work and a little bit of fun. And, yeah, um, definitely, definitely. And she said, you can make that your birthday present. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so um, I'm getting it early. It's open. It's ready to go. So me and Damien uh, are going to have a go at playing Imperial Salt. I'm looking forward to it. Open invitation to you guys if you want to play Imperial Salt with us as well. Yeah, cool. Cool, yep, cool, 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 cool. So those are mine. And I'm sure that obviously I'm going to be watching a lot of Christmas movies. The, you know, Home Alone's coming out again. Um, oh, yeah. What, you know, what else? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Elf, uh, you can't forget Elf. Elf is going to happen, you know, uh, A Christmas Carol yeah. is definitely yes. going to happen, all those. Christmas Carol, yep. 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 I'm sure, yeah, all, you know, all those um, great movies will be in our in our playlist coming up soon. But Caroline, how about you? I have a little one. Well, yeah. it's one that I actually started watching and I haven't finished because it's quite long. But on Apple TV, they have... A film called Spirited. Okay. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of it? And it's... um, Yeah. Okay. It stars Will Ferrell (laughs) and Ryan (laughs) Reynolds. What a surprise. So it's not a a serious thing. What a crazy (laughs) combo. Yeah. Okay. It's a take. It's a musical take. What? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a musical? It's a musical take on um, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. (gasps) Oh, I must watch it. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Will Ferrell plays one of the, you know, he's one of the guys in the background in the office who's one of the spirits who goes, you know, they watch people and they choose who they're going to spirit that year, like who they're going to convert sort of, you know. This looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And Ryan Ryan Reynolds plays like this really bad, like he's this ultra business guy type he's thing. And he's a yeah. motivational speaker type guy oh. getting businesses to get all dishonest and do whatever they oh, can right. to kind of, um, okay. yeah. you know, get people to buy their stuff and whatever. Anyway, I watched Harvard and it's, it's pretty funny. My kids got bored because it's just not on their level. But yeah. I think if you sit there and watch it, you get, it's, it's funny, like, you know, um, but right. yeah, I, I wasn't, Hundred percent. I didn't hundred percent realize it was a musical to start with. Not that I'm against musicals, but you know, once you settle into it, yeah. it's it's fun. It's it's fun, and it's, there good. are some a few little serious reflective moments in there, yeah. which are really good. Yeah, and then there's the funny, you know, comic relief parts as well. So um, yeah, I've got to finish the rest of it oh. now. But yeah, so far, so far appropriate. Do you think for children and so on, or? Um, yeah, I, so I think you can watch it with the kids. I watched yeah. yeah half of it with the kids, and there wasn't I wasn't yeah. um scandalized okay. too much. I think <laughs> I being scandalized, so it was all right. Um, right. Yeah, and then yeah, so that's that's the one I've got to finish. And there's a few other new movies coming out 
uh, Netflix yeah. and things, just, you know, B-grade type films that I want to have a look at. Maybe Great. they're good. Yep. But we definitely have to watch Elf and Home Alone, like you're right. <laughs> those are on our Christmas rotation. I made my family um, disappear. Yeah, that's a yeah. Yeah, so many classic <laughs> lines. So many classic those, lines. You know. yeah. And actually, yeah. Home Alone mm. does have a decent reference to Christ. Yeah, there's the nativity thing. There's the church in the, the in the church with the, the Christmas carol is very... Um, very Christian, the forgiveness, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that, yeah, um, Home Alone, yeah, because it's so goofy and silly, but it's got, you know, like Christmas movies, it has a serious, you know, yeah, so definitely one, I think, one worth watching every year with the, you know, with the family. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And Elf's just a silly film, but well, it does have a family message in there yeah, and the yeah. Christmas spirit, but it's totally yeah. a religious. Like, there's nothing yeah, to do it's with. Just, yeah, there's yeah, just no... a bit of fun. Yeah, it's yeah. really Hollywood, but it's funny. Just, like, yeah. you know, there's some just really great funny moments. In it. it is funny. It's just, it's yeah. goofball stuff. We need yeah. a bit of joy, you know, so yeah. it's good to have a bit of laughter at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, very cool. good. But I'm going to check out Spirited. I, I don't have Apple yeah. TV Plus, but I'll, yeah. I might just get it for a month so yeah, that I can I check it out. Yeah, that's why I usually, if there's something on there that I like, I'll just get it for a month and then watch it and then... Uh, unsubscribe but that's Very the joy cool. of um streaming now you can just yep. choose what you want for a month and let it go and that's right you yeah. know yeah, hop yeah, from exactly. here to there so the flexibility right. is good yeah. yeah yeah it's great that's it that's it that's it yeah we should so get money from streaming services for them how much we say about it to be oh, honest yeah. we could make sqpn rich sqpn would be rich it'd be like it'd be like scrooge mcduck with the money bin if, oh, if no. we sponsored for how much yeah Honestly, yeah, yeah. I could just see wow. Dom swimming in a pool of cash, you know, just from what we, <laughs> just from our endorsements, you know. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Dom, don't fire us. Sorry. When we say our last podcast, we mean for the year, not forever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll just clarify that. Yeah, we don't want the golden boot. Uh, Leo, Leo, how about yourself? What's been in, now? You've been you've been trapped at home, unfortunately, with COVID. Yes. So, so you might yeah, have been entertained a little bit more than normal. What's been What's been keeping you going? Well, on the um subject of um, home alone, you guys are talking about. Um, we have here in Australia, um, MSO, which stands for um, uh, what's it? Melbourne, Melbourne Symphony, Symphony Orchestra. Orchestra. Yes, yeah, I yeah. forgot about which, this. You're right. You're right. Well, well, look, they not only do classical music, which is their forte, mm-hmm. and um, operas, but um, how long has it been now? Almost ten years. They've been doing um, um, movie um, um scores. Yes. And, uh, what's it called? Um, music. Well, music for the background music for certain um Films? movies. Yeah, yeah. Of, of course, it it all started with Star Wars. So oh, the first that was amazing. Uh, now I'm not going to get myself confused here. This is yeah. episode four. Episode four. Okay, guys. Yep. For all you star, uh, star Wars uh, geeks out there, all right. I'm saying it right. It's episode four. A New Hope. Yeah, okay, it, it is the first film they made, but it's not the first. Uh, no, you're Lino. right. I'm getting tingles on my arm, Lino. Lambs, just remembering that time we saw the MSO do Star Wars Episode Four. Yes. Oh they, my gosh, yes. it was like yeah. They did, oh my goodness, they it was did so amazing. Everything from uh, from start to finish. So you yeah. remember the good old days where Star Wars was um, produced by Fox. Yes. When they started the yes. Fox intro. Yeah, they do that Fox da, 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 intro. They did that. I yes. saw them do Looney Tunes. And everyone once. claps. That was yeah, I saw them do Looney Tunes. That's right. Yeah, that's right. They did that. Yeah, oh, and they've done a few. Oh, I've only, I've only seen the Star Wars one, but they did Jaws. They, they did yeah, Jaws, and, and the um, one you're about to get to, Lino. Yeah, yeah, they did. They've done Home Alone. They're doing they've Home done, Alone um, at the James moment. James Bond. Yeah, yeah, they did James Bond. James um, Bond. Looks wow. like they've 
they did um Skyfall. Um, oh. they did do that. That was at the start of the year. Actually, they did that. Oh, it was before COVID hit. Yeah. So this is how long it was. Like well. back in 2019, they were about to advertise this, but of course, yeah, that happened. Yeah. So they had to wait, and they they really re-released it. <laughs> we missed it. Oh, yeah. Yep. We we missed it. But um, I'll wait until that comes on. But it looks like. But the great thing is, what I loved about it is that they um. The, the score and the mu- and the music behind it at all. You, you, you sometimes have, do you watch the film or do you watch the guys, um, the orchestra do what they're doing? But yes, it's great. Yeah. You watch both things. And the you great just thing get lost is in it. Sc- yeah, it do because the great thing is the yeah. screen is not massive. It's not yes. big, yep. so it you can focus on whichever you want to, yeah. to focus on, and it's yep. great. And they have so much fun. Great and atmosphere, it's funny isn't when, it? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, if anyone who's in um, interested in that sort of um, uh, musical, go and yep. see them. They're yeah. very much. and I wouldn't be surprised there are uh, well, there's other symphony orchestras who do it in other worlds. Yes, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised they do that too. And, of course, and this is an experience you'll love, and your family will love it. Your kids will love it too. It's a definite family. Yeah. And this is exactly right. This is how I exposed Damien to like live orchestras was by taking him to episode four. Uh, we all, you know, we went. Um, to see it, to see it, and and you know what? It was so much fun because they not only would they play these famous musical scores, but then people would clap after each one was finished, mm, and that exactly, uh, yeah, yeah, it was such a good atmosphere. Yep, and yeah, exactly, seeing exactly. Star Wars with the music being played live is is like nothing else. Like yeah, yeah, and it's basically unrepeatable. They they come back like they're doing it again, but it, it's like every four or five years they might come back and do it if if that. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's 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 I think it's an annual thing for doing our Christmas yeah. period for us. Um, yep. um I think it's this year's again Star Wars. Last time it was yeah. um don't quote me, I think it was some other movie. Oh, Harry Potter. Oh yeah, you're right. Yes, they, they, I think they did Harry Potter, yeah. Yep. So Harry Potter. Yeah. Um but um there's yeah. a few other things. So if you have yeah. a chance, go go and see them. Yeah. It's a good good night out. Yes. Um lately for us um, Can I interrupt? I'm sorry, I have to mention this, sorry. I don't know if you remember yeah, yeah, this, sure. but when we saw it, because uh, I, I loved that day, all right? It's coming back to you. <laughs> when the composer walked out, I don't know if you remember this, but he said, t- uh, sorry, the, not composer, the, what's the guy that directs conductor. the orchestra? Conductor. Uh, I'm sorry, conductor? yeah. Yes, when the conductor yes, yes, came yes, yes. out, he turned around before it started and said to the audience, this is going to be the best day of our lives. And <laughs> was like laughing at, oh, yes. And, yes, and, yes, yeah, yes. And he yes. was right. It was one of the best days, but yeah. Sorry, Lita. What was the other one? I apologize for interrupting. All good, all good, all yeah. good, all good. No, I like, what did you say about it? This, um, yeah. uh, what was it in the, sorry guys, I'm, I'm bumbling and mumbling here about the Star Wars thing. What was it? Yeah. This, this station, this ba- battle station is oh, operational. Fully, fully operational, yeah. Yeah, it's yes. he's talking about the orchestra. Yes. So yeah, that was his Yeah, this orchestra is now fully operational. Yeah, oh, it was so good. <laughs> so good. Ready to go. Yeah. Um, yep. so, um, lately, um, when I was sick is, um, okay, this is not, it's not a crispy thing, Christmas thingy, but I, uh, re- I installed, um, COD Modern Warfare 2, but that's another thing. Has it got a Christmas mod? That. <laughs> that was a, yeah, interesting campaign to go through, but anyway, yep. but, um, uh, then we watched, um, started watching Vikings that I was talking about, uh, oh, yeah. that was okay, that was a good series about family, um, Bonding and protection, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yep. But then Bernadette got me into a series called um, Jane the Virgin on Netflix, if you haven't heard heard of that. so Jane I have the heard Virgin, of it, I haven't seen it, yeah. It is a good show, it yep. is a good show. Um, just 
be prepared for a lot of twists and and changes happening in the in the mm. series. But I do re- recommend people, uh, everyone seeing that. It's a good show. Yeah, it, it's, it's a good funny show. Yeah, I'd heard that um, it was surprisingly uh, positive in a sense. Uh, so it is. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say. I mean, obviously, we're going to watch it. You know, be careful. <laughs> um, and, yes, you know, definitely, definitely. And yeah, if, yeah. You know, if there are, you know, if you're sensitive to particular things. Don't watch it. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But I heard yeah. that there were some positive messages in it that we can relate to as well, which was really interesting. Oh, I, know, I haven't seen it myself. Yeah. I don't know if I will, but yeah. it was, yeah, interesting. Yep. Yeah. 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 If you get a chance to see it, guys, it's good because um, the grandmother is very um, uh, strong about her Catholic faith. Mm. And she brings a lot of, um, uh, what's it called? Good messages through her Catholic faith to her family. Interesting, and she's she's all about love and family, and yeah. and she and she way she the character portrays for that series, guys. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, and and all the other characters are great. Just like I said, just prepare for little twists in the plot. Yeah, and changes, and you just go wah, and you go, <laughs> oh, I got to watch another other episode and more episodes. Of course, that. so it's a streaming. Yeah, a hanger. Um yeah. and one other series we're waiting for is the next Jack Ryan. So I'll yes. we will we, we like Jack Ryan yep. coming up. So yep. yep. Um and just a couple of movies what we're gonna want to see is of course um well we'll have to see Black Panther soon and also Avatar, which is coming up. Right, through. yeah. All that coming it's, soon. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We and should review them all out. in January. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We keep on going on to January. Yeah. But um yeah, besides that, it's yeah, next year. Oh, oh, there is one movie that I think will be either be a flop, mm-hmm. but I doubt it. I don't think you guys have seen it, but Mario, Super Mario in the movie, it's promising so far. Promising, yeah, yeah, it looks okay. Mm. It looks okay. I looked at the like the second trailer and I went, oh, that mm. particular road in Mario Go Mario Kart annoyed yeah. me. That okay. particular, road. I kept on falling it off it every time. But anyway. Mm. Everyone the Rainbow seen... Road, that one, the oh, first one, that was difficult. Yeah, yeah. Now they just put you back on the track. Rainbow Road is terrible. In yeah. the on, first... the Wii, on the yeah. Wii, it was a pain in the bum. Yeah. Yes. You on... on the Switch, they on, put you back on. On every platform, exactly on, on every version on of Switch Nintendo, there, Rainbow Road has been <laughs> the bane of everyone's existence. Yeah. <laughs> Except for those people who like it. I don't understand you. It. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry, but if you're a person who likes Rainbow Road, I don't understand you, but, but I do love you. <laughs> but I do love you and I wish you it's the peace of Christmas. It's fun now because you don't have mm. time to fall off. They pick you up on the oh, switch. No, they pick yeah. you up now and they put you in. But it's the old versions, no. Nah, you oh, can't oh, even get Yeah, falling off, yeah, just like every, yeah, I don't know, 10 times no. a lap or something. It's yeah. terrible. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Unless That's we're it. just yeah. really bad at playing Mario Kart. That is also a distinct possibility, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's so probably that true. And we keep very playing it. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you, but yeah, that's it. And you just play it anyway, again and again. Because if yeah. you, I'll get it this time. I'll get it. <laughs> it's but no, you don't. Yeah, you don't. You and don't. for all my years playing Mario Kart, my son, he <laughs> learned to play it and thrashes me every time now. Yeah. I've been playing for over 10 years. Kids, okay. kids have lost respect for adults now and they do things like that. He doesn't that. even just, let yeah. me win. He yeah. just. Yeah. And don't even get me started on Pikmin 3 Deluxe. No, like, no, no, no respect. No, no respect no. at all. Oh, yeah. no. What I introduced him to these things, and you think mm. he could let me win just once? No. 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 Um, no. We let them win all their life, you know, you know, like their young life, not to hurt their feelings. And the minute they get better than us, they get a bit of confidence, and they're like, I'm going to yeah, destroy my parents I'm, at this game. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. Go, yeah. Guys, I'm getting a, a Star Wars reference. You were once the apprentice, now I'm the <laughs> yeah, master. Yeah. Now I'm the master. <laughs> yes. It's, All right. Well, let's exactly finish it on that. Yeah. Let's Little finish it on that note. everywhere. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Oh, man. Thanks, guys. It's been a fun episode, and I hope um, everyone uh, has enjoyed along with us today, our, our conversation. <laughs> we want to thank you so much for joining us for episode 88 of The Catholics of Oz, our last episode for the year. Before we go, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons, who make it possible for um for SQPN, sorry, I should say for Catholics of Oz um to be on SQPN and for SQPN to continue. Um, so today we'd like to thank the list that is generating right here in front of me. Here it is. It just sorry, it took me a second to find it. So, um, we would uh, today we would love to thank for the for our last episode of the year, Soul Tracks, David G, James D, John K, and Father Brian M. And uh, Father Brian, we don't know you, but I'm sure you're going to be very, very busy in the in the uh, weeks to come. So we hope that the Christmas season goes really well for you. Um, but through all of the uh, all of their generous donations, it keeps the show going. It keeps the network going. It gives us another year to podcast for you and to share this content. So you can uh, join them if you're able to by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And please, in this time of Advent and as we get close to Christmas, please pray for the network as well. Your prayers are just as important. And please know that we'll be praying for you. We'd love to know what you thought about today's uh, topics that we've discussed. Um, you can send feedback by visiting sqpn.com slash oz spelt oz we can find links for today's episode as well and don't forget that the sqpn website also has a way for you to sign up to the insiders club where you can find updates of your favorite shows sqpn.com slash about slash newsletter and don't forget that sqpn has a discord community join anytime it is free come and discuss any episode anything lots of other topics apart from uh, as well as uh of um episodes and shows from the starquest network so come and join that community and uh, and be part of the conversation. And uh, don't forget, we also have a Catholics of Oz Facebook page, facebook.com slash Catholics of Oz. And also StarQuest, apart from Discord, has its own socials, facebook.com slash StarQuest Media, and Twitter at SQPN, and uh, StarQuest Media on Instagram. We can also be reached by good old email, Catholics of Oz at SQPN.com. Caroline, thank you so much for a year of podcasting, another year of podcasting. We got through, we missed a few episodes because of COVID and some other things. But we made it. We're here. Thank you so much, Caroline, for joining me for episode 88 of The Catholics of Oz and all the other episodes as well. (laughs) Thank you. It's been really fun. I hope my science facts were fun today. I loved it. (laughs) And I want to wish everybody a happy and blessed Christmas season. And yes, looking forward to a new fun year next year as well. Absolutely. And Lino Sabol, thank you as well for getting us through the year for being our, our faithful, uh, I was going to say servant, our faithful co-host. <laughs> our, our faithful co-host, Lido, it's, uh, as always, it's been great to have you as part of the team as well. So um, so thanks for everything you've done for us this year on the network, as well, on the podcast as well. Thank you very much, guys. Um, episode 88, it's been a great episode. And, and this year, it's been a great year. Look, ups and downs, but we've all been through it. And I'd like to um, praise and thank you, Lord, for blessing us and keeping us all safe and healthy as we can be and um be safe out there people um and enjoy enjoy christmas enjoy advent with your families and friends because we definitely all of us do need this and um it's been great and i'm it's um i'm blessed to have friends and family around me and um look guys 
It'll be another year. I can't believe. Like I can't say, I can't believe it's Christmas already. Oh my goodness. Yep. There it is. Twenty twenty. Just around the corner. And that's right. That's right. And also for the last last time to mention the World Cup. Good luck, Socceroos. I know we'll be hearing this in about what another four years, and then we'll, ah, what happened to them? But we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. All right, you take care, guys. God bless. See you next year. Thanks for that, Lino. And um, on behalf of Lino and Caroline, and also uh, we should also quickly thank Jared for filling in this year. Came, yes, yeah. yes. Yep. So yes. thank you so much, Jared. We really appreciate you yes. doing that. We had a tough Thanks, one Jerry. this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Any help we can get is good. Saved me from doing a solo episode, which is good. And um, <laughs> on behalf of the Catholics of Oz, uh, we do want to thank um, SQPN, the board of SQPN, Don Bettinelli in particular, um, who's um, supported our show. We are so grateful to have got through a fourth year of this and we we look forward to a fifth year which will if all goes well contain our hundredth episode so we are we're, mm-hmm. we're getting there Whoa. so our humble little fortnightly podcast is, uh, is you know, yeah woo all right yeah. party time so it's getting there so um so <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much okay. Starquest um and Dom um for for hosting for giving uh for giving the Catholics of Oz a place to um to to be a home we really appreciate that and um obviously to all of you who have listened to have been with us through all of our our episodes as well. Um, we love you. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas. And we look forward to seeing you again uh, next year when we do it all again. So thank you so much for listening to episode 88 of the Catholics of Oz on StarQuest. Hi, everyone. This is Dom Bettinelli, CEO of StarQuest, with a special message as we approach the Christmas season. This past year, the StarQuest Network has continued to expand our mission of exploring the intersection of faith and pop culture through our many entertaining and informative programs. Now we need your generous financial support to keep producing the shows you love and to reach new audiences with more of the life-changing and uplifting programming we've been creating for more than a decade. That's why it's very important that we hear from you this Advent and Christmas, the time when nonprofits receive most of their support for the year. If you are already a supporter of StarQuest, we thank you and ask you to prayerfully consider increasing your support at this time. If you're not yet a supporter, please become one now. Every gift counts. Could you give $15 or even just $10 per month? Whatever level of support you can offer, please show your support for SQPN this Christmas. And remember that your gifts are tax deductible. Just go to sqpn.com slash give. That's sqpn.com slash give. May God bless you this Advent and may you have a blessed Christmas season.